Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Things Like That podcast. I almost started this episode saying, hey bitches, and I felt like that was a little aggressive, but that's kind of the vibe I was feeling. But before this episode, I took a breath and tried to remind myself that this podcast is supposed to just be kind of a neutral ground for people to come and just hear new ideas, hear different opinions without it being preached to them. And I think with this episode, I'm going to walk the line with that because it's going to be a little bit of a struggle because when I share an experience I've been through, I get very passionate about it um, and defensive. And especially when it's something I'm embarrassed about or like have to take accountability for and that's definitely this episode so I'm gonna do my best um we're gonna be talking about my honest experience with doTERRA which is an essential oil MLM and why I left and the goal of this episode is to just share my experience and try and be as honest as possible because whether you're in an MLM or you just want to hear like an insider perspective, I guess. Not even insider, just someone who had an experience in an MLM. Um, I want to share that and it not just be like, here's why you shouldn't do MLMs, here's why they suck. And also not just like, MLMs are the best, here's why you should do it. Like, I just want to tell you like my experience and why I started and to why I left. Um, I just love storytelling of things I've gone through so this episode's right up my alley but I've been hesitant to do it just because there's so much to it um and just so much like uh, I just don't want to feel these feelings about it but it's been long enough so I am kind of I have notes in front of me and I'm just kind of gonna start from the beginning to the end when I left and kind of where I'm at now um So, like I said, I'm going to be talking about doTERRA, which is an essential oil company, and I honestly try and not do so many disclaimers in an episode because it's just exhausting. It's like, the girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, don't. You know what I mean? It's just like, I hope that people trust my intentions, and if it comes off wrong, like, no, that wasn't my intention, but um, I want to say, and also something I'm trying to check myself on I guess is to not see everyone in an MLM as like some snaky person with bad intentions because I literally was in one and those weren't my intentions um but now that I'm on the other side I'm like oh my gosh like how can people still be in that and that's just not fair um so like all the people I met in doTERRA are like amazing they're super cool like just a different breed of people like just fun and authentic and witchy and cool and just fun um so I don't want anything to be like directed towards them it's not that at all this is just my experience and my story um so call me out if this comes off as like um judgmental (laughs) I'm trying not to make that my goal um so yeah nothing against them and honestly nothing even really against doTERRA This is more so against the MLM structure. So, how this all started. um, So, I started, like, I signed up as a doTERRA distributor 
or wellness advocate is what they're called in 2019 and I started because I feel like I've always had an attraction to like natural remedies and natural things and a holistic lifestyle like that's something I always wanted to pursue and I was actually sampled with doTERRA oils like when I was 18 so like five plus years ago now um and I love them and but I was 18 I you know didn't I wasn't like a a boss babe at the time I didn't want to start a business you know what I mean um so I just enjoyed the samples of oils I didn't even buy anymore I just enjoyed the samples so when I went to college and then two years later 2019 I was really feeling shitty and I was like I need to make some kind of change I need to do something different I remembered oils and I heard stuff about you know not using fragrances and more of like quote-unquote natural living and I wanted to do that and I started cutting out fragrances using my oils and I started noticing so many positive changes in my body that's another thing this is nothing against essential oils either I still love my essential oils I still really love my doTERRA brand oils um haven't really branched out yet um I don't know if it's just because I've been so conditioned to think doTERRA is the best but I just still really enjoy them um and I still do and I'll talk about this, like trust doTERRA sourcing and how they make their oils. So I've still stuck with using the oils. I just don't participate in the business side. Um, so when I was like, okay, I love these oils and I feel like I'm naturally like a natural salesperson. Like when I love something, I'm going to share it. Like I, when I love something, I love something. So I was like, I really want to share these oils. Um, and why not make some money with it? Um, so I chose between doTERRA and another essential oil company, Young Living. I decided, um, I aligned with doTERRA more. I also like had, you know, my favorite experience with their oils. So I just decided that was best for me. And, but I feel like I have a little bit of a different experience going into an MLM than most people a lot of times it's like they're scrolling on Instagram they see someone really successful that person's like I can give you this too just jump on in and the person is like okay I'll do it and like I guess this is the product I'm going to sell and they convince themselves they love it or they do love it Um, and then in the end they're like fuck that for me I genuinely love the oils and I wasn't blind to the fact that MLMs can be sketchy, um, but I was like, doTERRA is different, this is different, I feel it, I see the vision, I feel like this is something I can build on, it's going to bring me to my dream life, Um, and it all genuinely started with me loving oils, it wasn't, oh, I'm going to search for a random company to join, and I guess it's going to be oils, and this is how I'm going to make money, Um, so I feel like that's also the reason I stayed in so long is because I genuinely love oils. I love teaching people about oils. I love seeing them have their first experience. Like the whole thing, I love it. So I just kind of kept holding on to that. And also just the hope that like I can be one of those people who makes six figures and retires their family and just becomes a millionaire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was also stuck on that dream. Um, and I'm also not saying that doesn't happen either. Like people make a lot of money in MLMs. Um, but as I share this story, um, I just came to the realization that that's not how I want to make money. Um, I became exhausted with it. Um, I became 
I just stopped believing in myself. Um, I became very, like, what's the word? Dragging my feet. Like, I just didn't want to do it anymore. Um, And it was partially me realizing I didn't like the structure. And also, partially, it was on me. I just got tired of it. Stopped believing in myself and stopped putting in the work. Um, And I'm not a fan of that for myself. But it's what happened. Um, so that's kind of how I started. Um, and I really did start off strong, but I signed up, um, under what you call an upline. So someone you sign up under, um, the person who sampled me oils, I just reached out to the lady she gets them from and was like, Hey, I want to sign up to join. I didn't fully realize how important it was who you sign up under. Like you see those you know, women on Instagram who have, like, a super cool vibe and, like, all these followers and success, like, I didn't sign up under one of them, I just signed up under who I knew, um, so I feel like I didn't get the experience with that I wanted, which I'm kind of glad because I'm also realizing how, how culty MLM communities can be, um, of course we will meet, like, amazing friends, but sometimes it does become, like, you just want to have the popular upline and you want to, have the cool vibe like they do and that would have ended up being really unhealthy for me so but it was hard not having like this community to dive into and all these resources I was really going in blind and just like throwing shit at the wall and seeing what stuck Um, and I just felt like my brain was in so many different directions and I was just trying to get to my goal which is you know making money and helping people and I just was not really knowing how to get there, but I gave it a good shot. Um, and it really, it was the one thing I'm so grateful it opened me up to is my confidence online. Um, I never would have posted on Instagram stories. Like I was shy. I cared what people thought. And I really ended up growing a really cool community on Instagram. Um, And I'm kind of sad that I've kind of let that go a little bit. Um, I'm really not on Instagram as much anymore, and it kind of hurts because I I love the people I met on Instagram. Um, So maybe I need to reevaluate that. But I also got tired of Instagram, too. Like, this, I'll get to it, but this was just a whole, like, a whole burnout situation. This is also going to be all over the place. I say this about every episode. It's also 1030, and I'm tired, Um, (laughs) but I just wanted to film this. Um, so I'm so thankful for how much like sharing oils on Instagram opened me up to my love for social media and wanting to build community online and sharing stories online and sharing myself online and having fun and making funny reels and just it's a space where I feel like I can show parts of my personality that I really struggle to show in person. Why am I getting emotional saying that? But it's true. I feel like I can show parts of my personality online and I struggle to show that in real life situations and maybe that's not healthy but um it's nice to have that little space so super grateful for that that's one thing I'm taking with me um so let's get back on track (laughs) um so yeah got started was going strong but still had this feeling in the back of my head of just like I hate saying I'm in an MLM. I hate having to like do these kind of weird online classes and reach out to people like basically having to make a list of a hundred people you know and reaching out to them. Like I hate that. 
with everything in me. So I was trying to go through this, paving my own way, making my own strategies. um, And I was like, I am going to be successful, but I'm going to do it my way. And I'm proud of myself for trying to do that. But it also made made it a little bit harder because you're kind of told like, you know, you're told you can do this your own way. But then when it comes to the trainings, it's like, if you don't do it this way, like have fun trying. So it, it just a lot of back and forth of like, how do you be successful in this? And it was very overwhelming. All right, I am back. I actually paused and took a break because I was so tired recording this. Um, and I really want to give it my best effort. Um, but like I was saying, I started strong and I was enjoying the process because I genuinely enjoyed sharing oils. I still enjoy sharing oils and educating people on just new ways of looking at their health. Um, So for me, what it looked like selling oils, because when you first think of an MLM, you think constantly reaching out to people and doing cringy things. And like I said, I tried not to do that. So what I did was... um, consistently post on Instagram sharing and with the goal to try and build a community online um, and share with people online because I felt like that was the most modern and effective way to do it. Um, And one thing that was really pushed in doTERRA and in a lot of MLMs is teaching classes, which I didn't really mind doing because like I said, I love teaching about oils. Um, But it was so cringy and hard like trying to get people to come to classes and like trying to casually reach out to them without sending like a hey girl dm um but I did do a lot of online zoom classes which were fun like and again it boosted my confidence it was for sure out of my comfort zone um but one of my favorite ways to share oils when I was selling was in-person events so I did like a yoga and essential oil class and I was on cloud nine with that like I loved having people in person because I really believe that like the first hands-on experience with oils is the most important because they can smell them they can see how it affects them um it's just fun. Um, I can be more in depth. I can see their reaction. I think human to human con like contact, um, and experience is very important. Um, and so that, that moment like really kept me going as I'm like, well, if I'm enjoying this and it, it must be for me. Um, and so I tried, you know, to do, I think I did, another in-person one. I can't remember. I shouldn't have waited so long to film this episode. Um, But some of the things that I wasn't a fan of that I did is I joined kind of like a doTERRA boot camp and they said make a list of 100 people um, and rank them and who would be a best customer, who would be a best business person. Um, And literally the whole time I wanted to throw up, like I was cringing. I'm like, okay, how can I like try and do this list because apparently it's going to make me successful but not be cringy and so I I never like reached out to someone with like a copy and paste like typical DM message of like hey I'm selling this product da 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 but I and I really hate this but I'm just gonna own up to it um I would send DMs of like hey like thinking of you like I heard you just like had a baby or did this like can I send you some oils as a gift or like you know and 
it made it sound less cringy, but it was cringy in the sense that my motives weren't necessarily what the person receiving that message thought they were. And I don't like that. I don't like that being in an MLM made me do things that I wasn't totally comfortable with. Um, because I felt like, okay, I have to do this to be successful. Um, so I, I don't like that in some ways I wasn't fully true to myself there. Um, and so, yeah, another thing I did, you know, daily was, um, send out samples, um, which did cost money, which I didn't mind, but it's important to know that because over time that does build up, um, that cost. Um, but I love sending samples. I loved hearing people's stories and what they're struggling with. Um, that was another beautiful thing that I really liked about selling oils and also did love about doTERRA is they really focused on creating relationships with people and just really understanding the depth and um, the honor of hearing people's stories and sharing oils with them. And maybe I was, you know, a little naive and maybe that is their way of like getting to people is like, oh, we care so much for our family. Um, but I truly, I don't, I don't know what I truly believe anymore, but they really seemed like that was their heart. Um, and I really loved that. So I took that into selling oils for me too. And just really taking the time to hear people's stories and try and plan out the best oils for them and like genuinely help them because some of the stuff people told me, like they didn't tell anyone else and that's like a big deal. <laughs> um, so that was another thing I loved about selling oils. Um, sharing oils in person like I said I built confidence online but in person especially with like family and stuff when I knew they would like counter what I said like I hated it I would never really talk about it and that was just another thing that like lingered in the back of my head but like didn't stop me obviously for three years was it's like this isn't something I feel comfortable talking about and I feel like in the MLM world you're told like that's just your self-doubt and it's a barrier and you need to break that barrier and be proud but I'm like no genuinely I'm not proud to say this like it's not a fear it's just I'm not proud to say I'm in an MLM and I don't want to make it something I'm proud of um and so eventually that made me realize okay it's time to go like I want to be doing something that I'm fully proud of even if I'm embarrassed at first I want it to be something I'm truly proud of um like me making reels and TikToks. Like, yes, it's cringy and embarrassing to say at first, but I'm genuinely proud of it. So I'll push through the fear to speak about it. But with the MLM, I just couldn't get past it. So that was kind of like my day-to-day -day thought process, things I did. Um, another thing I really experienced throughout this process was a lot of I'd be all about it for a few days in terms of doing like the true genuine work. Like, planning classes, sticking to my goals, staying consistent, aside from just posting daily on Instagram. Um, so one day I'd be excited, the next day I wouldn't be able to get off the couch and do anything. And I feel like that's something like John really, he saw me really go through not believing in myself to the point where it made me like not do it. So I'm not even going to say, like, oh, I didn't make money because it's an MLM. Like I said, people can make money in MLMs. Um, me not making money definitely was um, partially on me and just losing faith in myself and not doing the work. Um, 
but over time I also realized like okay a lot of people in other situations even though they put in a lot of work it it still is very hard to make money and there's a lot of circumstances that go into other people making the money faster like and things like that um but shifting towards what made me finally make the decision to step away began when I got a nine to five job at a college and I that's the first ever nine to five I worked where it was like 40 hours a week in a row where I'm used to like working at a restaurant where I have like every other day off where my schedule's like more mixed up and so at this job it was like I was out the door by like 7 30 every day didn't get home till like five o'clock five thirty and I would just sit on the couch and veg out. Um, I had no energy to do doTERRA stuff in general. Um, so I was just going to take like a month long break because I needed it. And I planned on going back, but I realized I had so much resistance to it. Like I was just over it. And when I was at this nine to five job and all the trainings were paid for and every material we needed was paid for, we got a free iPad, free phone literally everything down to sticky notes they were like you don't pay for anything it was like wow this is so nice because like in in mlm you have to pay like a hundred bucks a month or order a hundred bucks of stuff a month just to get your paycheck they didn't pay for me to send out samples um none of that and i know they'd say it's because you're building your own business but you're not a business owner (laughs) you're working for a company um And so when I just realized, like, wow, this is what normal people experience, it felt so good. Um, And I just let myself have that time off. And being in the real world and not on social media all the time, seeing other people hitting these big goals and rushing towards these goals and always needing to be working towards the business, um, I realized normal people come home from work And they just watch TV on the couch with, you know, their person or they just eat junk food and enjoy themselves and let themselves rest. And experiencing that for the first time since being in the MLM, I was like, I miss this. Um, And I just over time realized there's other ways to make money outside outside of an MLM. A lot of times in an MLM, you just hear that this is the best opportunity and the best way to make a large amount of money and retire your family and that's what I wanted and it's the only way to like build a community and support women and help women make money and I just began to realize there's so many other ways so another reason during this time where I was working at my new nine-to-five a few things I started noticing really led me to stepping away because at that point It was in my head where I'm like, okay, I don't think I want to do this anymore, but I was still holding on by a thread of like, I can't be the person to give up, but I just had nothing else to give. And one of those things was how much social media and the MLM community on social media was affecting my mental health. I was just constantly comparing myself to other successful people and I'm like, why am I not there yet? I'm like, they're so much cooler looking. They have so much so much cooler giveaway stuff like they're they're working right now so I should be working right now I just had this go 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 mentality and since I was constantly being fed that on social media I couldn't break it um 
I also didn't, I just realized I didn't like what I had to do to make money. Um, I didn't like the fact that putting builders under me meant telling them they have to pay or buy $100 worth of stuff a month and, you know, have this strategic way to arrange them so I can make the most money and constantly bring in, just seeing people as um, money or, like, another way to build my tree. Um, And I know in businesses, like, it's all about getting customers. Like, I work at a restaurant and, of course, I upsell to my customers to make more money and want them to have the best experience so they tip me well but for some reason something about being an MLM just changes that like you're telling yourself like I don't see people as just numbers but just the way MLMs are set up and having to like build your tree it's like you I just started seeing them as numbers like I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody without feeling guilty if I didn't like mention oils and it's like geez I just want to have a regular friend and not see them as someone who I could sell oils to and then maybe bring them into the business Um, and in MLMs you are rewarded more for recruitment so the baseline is recruitment so there was no getting around that Um, I also noticed Um, things I saw in other MLMs that was also happening in doTERRA. So I will say, um, and I was going to save this to the end as like a conclusion, but I will say I'm so lucky my MLM experience was with doTERRA, um, because they really have, um, from what I saw, a good heart. They do so much humanitarian work. They, their sourcing is beautiful, the way they partner with other countries. Um, they have so, so, so many um, things you can donate towards where they're doing like these projects in other countries to give people fresh water and teach women um, proper hygiene and so much more than just being like, oh, we donate money to a random place like they go out and do it themselves Um, and that really did trickle into the other people in the business Um, but I did realize that wasn't everybody and I realized that oh I'm noticing other things that I didn't like in other companies um, because it's an MLM structure so that structure breeds these things of like you know people higher up in the company being like gatekeeping things and teaching toxic mentalities in my opinion and I realized that no matter how hard I tried say one day I built you know a big downline I had thousands of people under me I'm making money I have this big community no matter what I did there would still be people in that structure not making money because of the structure and there'd be leaders somewhere down the line doing toxic MLM things. Um, and again, in MLMs, they'll tell you, well, every company has bad people. I'm like, that's great, but it's way harder to control in an MLM as an upline because you're not like a corporate entity. We're not able to go in and like audit everyone's way they're doing the business. At the end of the day, they have the free will to run their side of, you know, their downline how they want. Um, so I was like, I, I don't, I don't want that on my shoulders. I don't want to do it. I, that's not something I want to build. Um, and that's, that's another thing that I started to not love is I realized 
who your upline is definitely does matter and it's very hard to change your upline in an MLM you'd have to go inactive for like at least six months and re-sign up um and it's like they tell you it's important who your upline is but then they make it hard to change that it's very inconsistent in the help and the training that each upline gives and I'm just like doTERRA has to be aware of this and the fact that like since it's an MLM they can't they don't really do much about it shows that they say they care about their people but if they're not willing to change their structure then that's an issue for me so a lot of that was just building up and the kicker the end-all be-all for the thing that really made me say okay this this is done (laughs) is I realized that a lot of the mindsets and tactics that kept me trapped in Christianity, um, which was a lot of fear and a lot of guilt instead of me actually wanting to be there, was the same mindsets I was building while being in an MLM. Um, Like if someone were to tell me about an MLM, I would just have these regurgitated, very common phrases that everyone uses in MLMs to defend us. Same with Christianity. Um, I realized that I was, a lot of it was just a show like you're just trying to build this platform and um, recruit people in and tell people it's the best opportunity ever even though so many people fail in it and then when people do fail it's their fault same with like Christianity and religions it's like if you leave the church it's because you didn't trust God enough and I was like holy shit like I'm seeing this parallel and I was like this is definitely something I don't want to be involved in um And I just felt so free after that. I'm like, wow, I was sucked into this vortex of like, I thought doTERRA was the only way to make money. And I'm like, there's this whole big world out there where I can make money in other ways. And I can find other ways to help people with their health. Um, So I'll kind of go over some questions I got on Instagram that will help me kind of close this up. Um, But before I do that, I really hope I hit all the points here. I feel like there's so much I miss because, I mean, I was in it for like three years. There's a lot I experienced, but I'll kind of do a rating. So rating doTERRA, my experience with doTERRA, I would say, hmm, I would say seven out of ten. Um, like I said, I'm so lucky my MLM experience was with doTERRA because the people are really just so cool. I met so many cool people on Instagram who are amazing. Um, Still amazing. I still think they're amazing. And I feel like in a lot of other MLMs, you meet just these very robotic, um, just plastic, just, I don't know, fake people. And I feel like in doTERRA, they were a lot more genuine, which is what I loved. Um, And they all really do have amazing good hearts because oils just really do something to you. Like, just on a a deeper level, it's like oils are literally like a gift from the earth. And sharing that with people was amazing. Um, So the people were really great um, for the most part. I did have um, a few bad experiences with people, which I don't really want to go into. Um, But for the most part, they were amazing. Um... Again, I love doTERRA's humanitarian work. I love their, that when they built the company, they started 
giving money back before they even made a dime. Um, I love their sourcing. They partner with um, small farmers in other countries and um, pay them a living wage and treat them with fairness um, and help them, you know, feed their family and their villages. Um, A lot of essential oil companies just grow their stuff in the U.S. Um, So I loved that. Um, But again, there's the things I didn't like about doTERRA came from the fact that it's an MLM. So things like, you know, the big yearly get togethers where they hype everybody up, kind of did just rope you back in when you're losing faith and realizing, oh, I don't think I like MLMs and you're just on this high and they're constantly selling a big dream and, um, you know, the, the other big people in it just kind of teaching toxic things. Um, all that came from the fact it's an MLM. So my experience with MLMs, let's see. I... I'm not even going to give a number rating because I'm not even sure. But what I would say is I don't recommend it. I don't think the risk is worth the reward or however that saying goes. Um, Like I said, there are people who do get successful in it. I just don't think that pathway of success is worth it. I think it really does change you. I think you do grow confidence in it, but... At the end of the day, I think it creates this mindset that keeps a lot of people in the dark. Um, Not a fan of it. Don't recommend it. Not even in like a hater way. Like the fact that I feel like a hater saying this just shows kind of the mindset toll it takes on you. Um, But I just, I I wouldn't recommend it, honestly. (laughs) Not worth it. Um... So kind of where I'm at now, um, post MLM, I feel free. I feel like life has been breathed back into me. I feel like being in an MLM just sucked it out of me. Um, and like I said, I learned there's so many other ways to make money. Um, so one of the questions, let me grab the questions really quick. This ties into the question, um, what, how did leaving an MLM change your goals now? So I realized that in an MLM, yes, you can build success, but at the end of the day, it's for a bigger company and it's because you're selling a product. And I realized I want to sell myself, (laughs) not in a bad way. Um, and I want it to ultimately be like my platform. So I feel just as crazy saying this, but I moved over to TikTok and I started consistently posting every day, probably for about a month now. Um, And I really just want to build a community over there. And if I could make money on social media, that would be my ultimate goal. Excuse me. That's what I learned from being in doTERRA and selling it. Excuse me, my goodness. Mostly through Instagram was the fact that I genuinely love social media. I do experience some bad side effects from it that I'm more aware of now, but I I love sharing stuff. I love sharing recommendations. I love the confidence I feel in showing up and making creative videos. I love graphic design. Um, so yeah, I am working towards that. Um, and then my podcast as well. So that'd be that's my goal this year is to work on social media and... 
um, just believe in myself in that. Um, I already had one video get a million views, which kind of showed me I can fucking do this. Um, just getting one million views doesn't mean I now have thousands of followers and I've just blown up, but just hitting that milestone faster than I thought I would showed me like, this is meant for me. I can do this. Um, and it's still scary, but it's something I'm proud of now and something that I feel like I'm working for me. So that's kind of where my new goals are heading. Um, but another thing where I'm at now is that I felt a lot of anger. And that's one reason I wanted to do this podcast because podcasting helps me process things. Um, but I felt a lot of anger for the fact that I got sucked into a structure that is very similar to religion. And I made another podcast episode about that. Um, you can go back and look at that. Um, I feel angry that because of the things we're told and just the world that an MLM sucks you into, it leaves a lot of people in the dark and a lot of people believing they're involved in something they're not. Um, like if you were to, if you tell a MLM person, like, I don't agree with it. They're like, you're a hater. You don't support women. You just, you just don't know. Cause you're not in it. Like they're not able to listen to other people's opinions fully because they label you as a hater, which means they can just write you off and no one can criticize it. And I didn't like that. I had that mindset either. And now that I'm on the other side, I'm able to see these other things and actually listen to that perspective. Um, I'm angry that there's people in an MLM who are working their ass off, who are trying their hardest and still not succeeding because of the structure itself. And at the end of the day, they're going to be told it's because they're not working hard enough. So it's these moms who are burnt out just trying to make a dream happen for their family. And at the end of the day, they're going to believe it solely because they're not working hard enough. Um, and I hate that. <laughs> um, so I just, I had a lot of anger. I was constantly looking at like anti-MLM stuff because I would read it and be like, oh my God, it's so fucking true. Like, how do we not see this? Like, it was just this like, I wanted justice, I guess. Um, and another thing I experienced is shame because I had a lot of dreams and goals I wanted to accomplish in doTERRA and I didn't reach them. And I shared those dreams and goals with a lot of other people. And I didn't reach them. <laughs> and I feel like I wanted to do a lot for, like, my little family right now. And then when I have kids in the future. And I feel like I've failed that. Um, but the reality of that is, is that I can rectify that by now going after new goals and new dreams. And I choose to believe in myself this time. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, lots of feelings after leaving an MLM, but also lots of future ahead of me. Um, a few questions I got on Instagram is, are you happier? 1000% fucking yes. Um, what rank were you when you stopped? This is another thing. Um, so your girl didn't even hit the first like main rank, which is elite where you sell a thousand points of stuff a month. Those people, I think the range they make is from like 200 to 500 a month. The most I think I sold a month was like 1200 points. So the biggest check I got was like $150. So I, I'm not even 
saying I hate this in the sense that I'm like, I didn't make much money. Fuck MLMs. It's not even the money part. It's what the MLM mindset led me to, which was when I moved in with Johnny almost two years ago now, probably. Um, and I left Mellow Mushroom. I was like, fuck, like I've been doing doTERRA for like two years now. Like, how are people going to trust me if I'm not making money? Like at this point, they probably think I'm a higher rank than what I am. So I posted like, um, cause when I first moved in with John, he's like, do oils full time. Like you can do this. Um, like John supported me so much, which I'm forever grateful for that because a lot of people in MLMs don't have supportive spouses. John didn't love the, like he's, he would always say like, that's sketchy, you know, but he would still support me because he knew it's something I wanted to work towards. Um, but a lot of like people don't have supportive spouses. Um, but he was like, do oils full time. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like if I only have oils and not another job, like I can put my full effort towards it. Um, so I posted on Instagram, like I'm full time oils. Like I did it. Um, and I feel like I, I did it so people would think it's because I was making enough money and I hate that I did that. That's so embarrassing and just ridiculous and not truthful. Um, but I felt like I had to do that. So people thought I was successful. Um, so yeah, not a fan of that. (laughs) Um, another question, how long did it take from contemplating leaving to making the final decision? Um, so the main contemplation started in like March when I started my nine to five and I left that nine to five in August. Um, and I think I posted on social media that I was done with oils in like August, September, probably September. So about like five to six months, honestly, I was in a, I was in a major limbo where I wasn't doing anything actively towards doTERRA, but I hadn't made the full decision to step away and like let my customers know I was stepping away as well. Um, What outside sources impacted your decision and what within doTERRA impacted your decision? So outside sources would definitely be my family and friends and not in the sense that they like gave me an intervention and were like MLMs like that's so cringy we don't support you. It wasn't the fact that I'm like oh no they don't like this I have to stop doing it. My friends and family were so supportive. They bought oils from me. They always encouraged me. They liked my posts. Um, But at the same time, like, when I would, like, talking to some of them and them just saying, like, well, it's okay to change your mind and, like, move on to something else if you're not loving it. Like, that kind of validation helped me realize, like, oh, okay, like, it's okay to quit this. I'm not a failure. Um, And also um, anti-MLM Instagram pages and, like, TikTok and stuff and seeing, like, oh, wow, like, I see this stuff happening and I I don't like it. Um, and also seeing people who were higher ranked in other MLMs who decided to leave, like, hearing their story, because that made me realize I could make it to the top of this company and realize, like, this isn't something I want to be a part of. So the fact that people who are making so much money, literally, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, being able to give that up and step away because they realize, like, I don't want to be a part of this, I was like, <laughs> sorry, I always, like, get this indigestion thing when I'm recording. Um, that made me realize, like, okay, this may not be all it's cracked up to be. Um And then things within doTERRA that impacted my decision, like I said, I really do love doTERRA. Um, 
They weren't just like this hateful, get rich quick company. Um, But a few things specifically that impacted me was the fact that you have to buy $100 worth of product a month just to get your paycheck. So say I only made $20 in doTERRA that month. I would first have to buy $100 worth of product to get that paycheck. So I'd be out $80. So I was like, then there's no point in even getting the paycheck. So a lot of times my paychecks wouldn't even come to me because I wouldn't spend that much that month because I just didn't need $100 worth of oils. And so I realized there's probably a lot of people who this is happening to. And doTERRA probably knows that and that's not cool like I don't love that um and I didn't love when I was like onboarding my you know new builder that I had to tell her that like I just didn't like it it just showed me there's little instances where doTERRA probably realizes like us being an MLM has some negative effects but we're not going to do anything about it um and also just the fact the structure of the MLM you know needing to recruit people under you um getting bonuses for the way you structure your people under you which leads you to you know only focusing on wanting to bring people in to make more money for you like I just didn't like the mindset it was giving me um next question how did you continue casually with the company so I let my customers know hey I'm stepping away I'm still choosing to be a customer because I love these oils. Um, So if you ever need oils in the future, I can hook you up. I'm not going to make any money off of it because I'm not going to collect the paycheck. Um, But I'm still here as like a segue to those oils. Um, Also, I still order every month because I, in the loyalty rewards program, I get get 25% off because I'm a customer and then 30% off from the loyalty program. Um, and I still use, you know, oils. I feel like not as much anymore just cause like, not that it gives me like, like fl- bad flashbacks, but it's just like, I just got so burnt out. Um, but like I just ordered their shampoo and I freaking love it. Like I want to share it on TikTok, but I'm like, fuck, like it's an MLM. People are going to hate that. And I don't want, I don't know. I don't want to like share that. Um, but I still love their products, so I still use them for myself, um, and that makes it more fun. I can just use it for myself without feeling like I have to share it 24-7. Um, so yeah, I still use their oils. Maybe one day I'll try a different company, I don't know, but I really do still like their sourcing policies. Um, let's see here. And then the last one was just how did it impact my goals, and that is that I want to be TikTok- I just want a community on TikTok. Um, And John sent in a lot of these questions, so I appreciate your support. Um, But yeah, that's my honest experience with doTERRA. It was a journey. It was necessary, I guess. It was a learning experience 100% in good and bad ways. I learned a lot about not everyone is who they say they are online. I learned confidence online. I learned that it's okay to step away from things, and I learned mindsets that I don't like, um, but, so yeah, it, it had the pros and cons, good, good and bad, but I'm really thankful for the people I met, and so thankful for the customers I met, like, 
all my customers were amazing people too. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I totally forgot to mention that earlier. Like, my customers were amazing and they shared so many stories with me and I got to see them, um, you know, work on their health, which, you know, led to other good things coming up in their life. Um, I'm really thankful for all of you, if you were a customer of mine, for just like letting me in on that part of your life and sharing your health stories with me. That's, you know, very private for people. And so thank you for trusting me with that and trusting me on this journey and also giving me the space to step away um, because it wasn't something I felt aligned with anymore. So if you're in an MLM, maybe you're loving it, maybe you're low-key hating it, but you feel like you have to keep pushing through those, you know, negative mindsets to keep going and blah, blah, blah. Just just know it's okay to step away and it's okay if it's not your thing. MLMs aren't the only thing to success, contrary to popular belief. Um, there's so much more available to you and I believe in you. Thank you so much for listening to my story. I'm sorry the audio on this was so choppy. Um, But yeah, let me know if you have any other questions. I'm here if you want to share your MLM stories. Um, If you're in one right now and you just need someone to vent your thoughts to because you're trying to decide whether to leave or not, I am here for you. Thank you so much and I will see you next week.